We look like a black and white cookie. We're cute, but like oh, couple. Yeah. This could be our couple's Halloween costume for next Halloween. I'm so down. Yo, shout out to Lesky's Bakery, by the way, in Bay Ridge. They make the best black and white cookies ever. You said motherfuckers? Motherfuckers. Why? Because I live right behind them. So all I do is just smell <laughs> the, the sweets and treats. That's got to be a great smell to wake up to, though, right? No, it sucks. I don't Guys. eat bread anymore. They bake fresh bread in oh, the window. Dude. I walk by it all the time. Fuck that place. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Hush Fellows Podcast featuring Joe and Pete where they discuss life's harsh truths and make fun of everything. This is perfect for today. This is perfect, you know, because you don't want to hear, want to hear a really important, vital, harsh truth. We touched upon this in the first episode. Food is fucked. Food is fucked. fucked. I couldn't walk into that bakery and get a black and white cookie without fucking my entire stomach. But you can't get a single item in that place. No. You and me both. I couldn't eat that. No, I couldn't eat that. Yeah. And you, you yourself. Yeah, no. You developed recently a gluten allergy, right? Yes. I, I thought it was a gluten. That's what I thought it was. Oh, what, it what did it turn out to be? It came out of nowhere. Um, it's called um, like some form of dermatitis that's mm. caused by the gluten or reaction from it. But it takes time to like build up. So it, just, it will come out of nowhere. And you could be eating gluten since you're a kid basically and never have a reaction. Or like little minor things like rashes or itching and stuff. But... You never really, it it's never really showcases itself um, to the point where you think something is wrong until like that day comes. And for me, that day came and it was pretty fucking scary. Dude, you texted me a picture and you were like, I think I'm dying. And you had the rash all over your body, uh, yeah, all over your face, arms. arms. Look like you had the plague. Yeah, people were like texting, DMing me like, did you fight a bear? Or like, did, like, did you... Fucking, like, did a street cat attack you? Or, like, what the hell's wrong with you? It took days to go away. Oh, You weeks. had to go to the doctor. Yeah, I was out of work for weeks. Yeah, you couldn't go to work, right? Because you couldn't, yeah. it was, it's, it's contagious, right? Um, or you, you thought it was. I didn't know. You didn't know. That, yeah, because Julia had, had something, too, on her. Like, Oh, shit. It was very weird, because then it was like, oh, was it something that we ate? Is it the mattress? Is it hyperallergenic? Then we started looking into it. And we just went down the rabbit hole, dude, of, like, what this could possibly be. Then I was taking, the doctor was asking me, what do you, do you take lion's mane mushroom? Or, and I was like, yeah, I do. I do take lion's mane mushroom. And apparently a side effect of taking lion's mane, some people, they get a rash throughout their body. So even the good stuff is bad? I love lion's mane, Me man. too. I take it and I literally feel sharper. Yeah. Like right yeah. after I take it. Yeah. I love um, chaga. I get like a mushroom sort of coffee when I go to... Uh, it's Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Brew. Yeah, yo, shout out to Brooklyn Brew Co. They're yeah, great coffee. Yeah, the owners so are so chill. I, I fucking go there all the really time. I love, yeah, I love that place. I love that place. So they make the chaga chino, and the guy will put in like fresh chaga for me once in a while. You know, he has like it in a bag. He'll be like, he'll be like, oh, let me give you a little bit of the real chaga. I said the real chaga. He's like, yeah, yeah it's not in the powder mixture. It's like. It's more like, you know, the, the, from the source itself, right? And he pulls out of a paper bag. It was like a drug deal. This, this chaga mushroom. Like almost like a truffle. It's like, like a truffle, you know, yeah. And, he, and he's shaving it over the coffee. He mixed it in. Oh, shit. He blended it in. I was like, and it, you know, it's, I mean, it's great. It's excellent. 
Do you taste it? Does it have like a flavor to it? Or? Um, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in the drink. So there's like black pepper in there. Um, there's uh, you know, the almond milk is in there. There's the chocochino mixture in there, which probably has like maybe like some monk fruit or something else in it. But it's interesting how lion's mane, like the mushrooms are good for you. Reishi mushrooms, like all that stuff. Like I'm supposed to avoid mushrooms, like like as far as eating them, which is part of my diet and stuff. And like we'll get into that, but um, it's so interesting how like good stuff is bad for you. Dude, there are so many like options out there now more than ever, which is a great thing. Because like once I once I had to change up my diet for my health and like fix certain things about about my situation, you know, I had a, the research just started happening. Like I started reading about about everything, like every little ingredient. What is this? What kind of reaction can this have? What does this do to your body? What can this do to you know your organs? Whatever. I just start, you just start reading, but then you get crazy because now it's like it's food, right? But then it's also, what are you cooking the food in? Pots and pans, right? Then it's like, okay, how, what are you brushing your teeth with? What, are you, what shampoo are you using? It starts branching out into everything. You start going crazy. Yeah. It starts driving you mad. But like, I feel like it's so necessary. Skincare product, like all that stuff. Everything, literally everything. Well, it's like, it sucks because all these products and things that we use for health for like the health of our skin or like immunity, uh, just dietary choices, all these things, all these ingredients, all these products, the majority of them have shit in it that just doesn't need to be in there. Why you do know? they put them in? Because they want to make I, money? I still have no idea. Because it like, doesn't it cost money to put no matter what it is in there? I don't know. Yeah. But also it's like some of these ingredients don't even make sense like as far as as far as like either getting people like addicted to the product or, you know, helping sell the product. Like for example, like, like look at Tylenol. Okay. Tylenol has titanium dioxide in it, which is a whitening agent that they use in like paint, I think, and other things. Because Stuff the Tylenol. Toothpaste too, probably. Probably. The Tylenol is red, white, and blue. Why the fuck are you putting titanium dioxide in Tylenol, which now there was, there was a lawsuit. I don't know if it's still going on. There was a lawsuit against Tylenol because of titanium dioxide and the side effects it's having. It's like causing lesions on people's like livers or like kidneys and like, like liver failure and like all this other stuff, like brain problems. Like, why is that in Tylenol? It, it doesn't, it, does it help the company in any way? It doesn't make any sense, yeah, I don't, right? I still don't know, like uh, in the color. Right. Why does yeah, the red, the red, blue, right? Blue. They're putting those colors in there that 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 yeah, red 40. I think big I, one. I, correct me if I'm wrong, dude. I don't know if I, I can't remember if it's titanium dioxide or something else, but it's banned in other countries. Well, it's like a disodium EDTA. What the hell is that? Disodium EDTA. That's in like a lot of creams and lotions and uh it goes into your skin, it's transdermal, so it like goes through your skin into your bloodstream. And they'll just, say like a, so the amount that's in there is not toxic, right? So you're okay. But like I'm a massage therapist, right? So in the cream that I use at work has that in it. Now you're using that every day. I'm using it four, five, sometimes six times a day. Whoa. A lots of it, my hands, forearms, elbows, throughout my whole body. So who knows what 
the fuck that's doing to me. You know? Like, I'm sure that cream isn't meant to be used all day long. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it is. I, honestly, I don't know. Dude. It's, but you look at the ingredient list and it's like fucking paragraph long. It's crazy. I just started. I just changed my toothpaste and I'm going to start changing my um, my shampoo, uh, my conditioner again. Um, Bobby. F- uh, f- what's his name? Bobby. Bobby from Flav City. F-L-A-V City. Right. Flav City is a great channel. I follow him on Instagram, YouTube. I watch all of his stuff. He does these breakdowns in the grocery store of like different types of items, whether it's food, whether it's cosmetics, whether it's toothpaste, whether it's whatever. And he talks about the healthier alternatives. Like, so, because I was there, man, killing myself, trying to find out like, all right, what what should I have? What can I have? Because when I was when I was sick, I didn't really understand what was wrong with me. So I started, when you don't know what's wrong, you look at everything, right? So I started trying to uh, change everything, do as much research as I could and start kind of losing your mind a little bit because you realize how toxic Everything is, even down to the water, like the drinking water, even yeah. down to to the amount of microplastics that are in fish, that are in yeah. bottled water, all that stuff. Like I know. you start losing your fucking mind. So Flav City, he does a really good job at boiling it down. Um. um so I, I recommend people check out his channel. Flav City. Yeah, Flav I City. Never said, he okay, he, never he started like by doing recipes and stuff, and then. As he started getting bigger, now he makes his own products. He makes his own protein powder. Uh, he makes his own um, cookware, I think now, and he's great. Um, I love his. I love his content. Um, You're gonna vote for that guy, right? Vote with your dollar, right? Like you, like you always say. I always say that shit. Vote with your dollar, bro. That's got to be serious. Like when you pull out that dollar, you got to say, like, wait, is this worth my vote? Like it's not just a dollar. It's not just a quick product. It's not just a, a quick second. It's everything. It's the rest of your life, really. It's, you it, could eat something that everything. affects you years later. Oh, yeah. And your environment and everyone else around you. Right? So I pull out that dollar. Who am I going to give it to? What companies do I want to support that I believe in that are going to help me, that, are, that care about me as much as their own capital that they're gaining? Like, who do I want to invest it's an investment basically yeah. so i want more of these products because these products have less is less of these things in them that are going to fucking kill me and the environment and the planet and everything else so doing the due diligence like the information's out there you're like the guy flave right you're talking about and there how many people are out there on youtube now with all this gold information mm. scientists researchers i mean freaking like teachers turned youtubers with all this crazy information now. Yeah, and, you know, the information's out there, it's man. It's out there. You just got to do the research, do the due diligence, read every single ingredient, research the ingredient, stop being fucking lazy because it's costing you. There's a, like there's a, there's a reason why people who get cancer immediately cut out sugar and everything else and they stick to like, there's like a diet for cancer that like has helped cure people. Yeah, it's keto. Why, why is that? Why is food, processed food, hurting us so bad? Is because we're on the hamster wheel. They they want us to be addicted to the food so we don't stop eating it. So they keep making crazy profit for making this cheap product. Yeah. But then when you really think about it, it's like you could buy good food for cheap. Obviously, you could buy really good food uh, for a lot of money. That it's expensive. But yeah. there is good food you can buy for cheap. Like for example, there are certain fruits and vegetables that are are 
um, perfectly fine if you don't buy them organic. There's like lists of like like um, vegetables that I guess uh, don't get exposed to as many um, pesticides, et cetera, because of the, the fruit or the vegetable itself. It's like more protected. I think Flav City also talks about this. Yeah. Um, but multiple people uh, definitely have. The dirty list of foods, you should buy organic because, you know, of all that stuff. And then the clean whatever, however many it is. Um, where you can you can get away with buying those non-organic. Right. Um, so conventional, right? So, um, but it's just, you know, based on just doing research, man. Berries is like one of the biggest things. Berries. Yeah. You have to buy berries organic. Right. A lot of problems with, with berries getting sprayed or whatever the fuck goes on with them. Um, you know, berries getting, every the farmer puts his dick in every single blueberry. Whatever, whatever they do, it's no bueno. We want that organic dick. We, you want <laughs> you want the organic. We don't want that STD-ridden <laughs> pesticide dick testing every single blueberry with one quick puncture. Me and Julia now, are like like you said, every little thing you could go crazy. Like one of the things we're changing now because we changed so many things. Like yeah, we're at the pan thing, mm. but one little thing that we're changing is the filter in the coffee maker so oh, no. the netted filters we're using the white ones but it's bleach they're bleach that's why they're white what dude they 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 also do that with um parchment paper too with you know so they do that, that with too they do that also with tea bags tea bags too and yeah. tea bag, like you go to the store you buy a, a, a box of tea yeah oh it better be loose tea because if it's not the tea bags are bleached yeah what so that's going in your fucking yeah thing. yeah you're basically so, consuming bleach, right? Et cetera, essentially. Basically, a chemical that you shouldn't be consuming. That, and you know, when I have found to that out, I didn't know that they were doing that with coffee filters too. Coffee I mean, it makes filters perfect sense. and parchment paper. And we use a lot of that stuff because it's very, I mean, we have coffee every morning. Yeah. You know, besides the coffee being organic and washed. Oh, the Swedish, uh, it's got to be Swedish water the system. Swedish water system. There you go. It's See, people be. don't know about that, but that's, I think that's only counts Dude. for decaf. Oh yeah, yeah. Because because the reason that they have to use that system or wash the the coffee um, is because they use a chemical to decaffeinate it, Whoa. and then they have to wash the chemical off the coffee beans. What? Yeah. Damn. See, I didn't. I didn't fuck. Yeah. That so they 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 have to they have to go through this entire like like water washing process um, in order to get the chemical uh, off the the coffee. Whoa. Yeah. So I think that's how they decaffeinate it is they use a chemical first. And then the Swiss the Swiss water system stamp of approval is, oh, this went through the necessary water treatment to get all of that chemical off. Because apparently sometimes that chemical remains. They don't wash it thoroughly enough. Yeah. The coffee, the, the decaf. Yeah. So when you buy decaf, it has to have that Swiss water system stamp. You know, like yeah. the organic stamp or anything else. Yeah. So th that's a specific type of of washing that they do. Yeah. See, little shit like that. Isn't that crazy? You're just consuming a chemical that you would never even think of. I don't even know what the fuck the chemical is, but <laughs> I'm sure you can look it up. Yeah. When you told me that, and like I looked at the coffee, this new coffee I bought, I was like, oh, it's got the label. Yeah. I remember like, we, yeah, we were talking about it, and and it's then you were like, the oh, let me check the coffee, and then boom, it had it on safe. there. You guys already knew, bro. You already knew. But uh, yes, that yeah. Hey, man.
I never would have thought, dude. I've been yeah. drinking decaf for a while because I can't have caffeine. I can't have coffee, regular coffee. Right. It's part of the migraine diet, which is wild. Can't yeah. have coffee. Got to avoid that. You got to avoid alcohol. You got to avoid um, certain, even certain fruits and vegetables and chocolate. Basically, my life sucks. <laughs> you can't have chocolate. You can't have coffee. You can't have alcohol. Come on. You're done. Come you're on, bro. You're not going to have any friends. I took up knitting. I took up knitting recently. What's, <laughs> what's, what's left what's to do? That? Can't go out. <laughs> can't do yeah, anything. I don't go out anymore. Bro, whiskey. Used to I love drinking whiskey. Come on. Bro. Can't go anywhere. Can't well, do I'm anything. I'm worried about changing coffee filters now. And mm, mm, mm. Mm. The pan thing now. Yeah. So, Oh, so getting back to the pan thing. Oh, man. So pans just bought a whole new copper set like Ooh, a yo, year ago. Copper's good, dude. And then the copper's not good. What's wrong with the copper? Yeah, sounds good, right? Like oh, copper. It's <laughs> it's a natural. <laughs> oh wait, what's wrong with the copper? It has that. It, it's a it's a non-stick coating on oh. those copper pans. That's on all those fucking pans. Mm. Even that hexagon pan or whatever that, oh, that Gordon Ramsay new, promotes. Oh, don't that, talk that, shit about the hexagon pan. Dude. No, I'm going to talk shit because it has the uh, has that chemical on it. For real? It's from the non-stick. The PFOA yeah. or the PE? Yeah, it's in the there. PF it's in that PD pan. Or the CUM yeah. or yes. the SEX? What, 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 what's the? Yeah, all that. It's Fuck, in dude. there. No it's way. on it's that, in that pan. But Gordon Ramsay fucking vouchers for it. I know. Gordon. Unreal. And that guy's always holding everyone out these high standards. Yeah. He's like, I, I absolutely love this pan. It's a beautiful pan. I use it every day. I saw the commercial. Like, There's like an ad online oh. where he's cooking with it. He's washing it. Looks it looks awesome. Seriously, I've, I've never used a better pan. It looks like a great pan. Donut. <laughs> <laughs> Jules hit me up. She right away, she saw that pop out, that commercial. She's like, yo, we got to get these pans. Oh my God, it's the best one. And then I did my due diligence. Stop. And what do you know? Oh my God. There. Wait, you're getting me crazy, bro. I have to Google. Call him. Call I have to, I'm going to call Gordon right now. It's in there, dude. You wanker. I know. So what do you do? You get steel, stainless steel. Classic. Mm -hmm. Cast iron. Cast iron, right. Classic. And ceramic. So those three. So the hex clad, apparently they use a nonstick coating called the, the PTFE yeah. that's associated with negative health effects in medical studies. Oh my God. That's crazy. Gordon. <laughs> Gordon, this is a message from the Harsh Fellows. We just discovered <laughs> another harsh truth. So that hex clad pans contain a nonstick coating with the PTFE in it. That's that. We never, we never could have foreseen this. Gordon Ramsay vouchers for these pans. We fucking love Gordon Ramsay here at Harsh Fellows. We're very upset. So this is a harsh shit. truth that we just yeah, learned about. See that? Though? Broke my heart. Oh. That's why I love the harsh truths, man, because they don't lie. They're right there, right in your foch. Yeah, they're just there. You have to they're accept gonna them. They're going to fuck you, but you got exactly. You can't sit here and act like those pans are good now? No way. Can't, we can't act, sit here and act like Gordon is a stand up guy now? No, we don't. I'm pissed, dude. I'm pissed. Dude, we don't I do love that Gordon. Shit here. Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> We don't how do how much did you get paid, Gordon? How much did you get paid? How much did you get paid off to kill millions and <laughs> millions, millions of, of innocent children? Because <laughs> they want scrambled eggs. Oh, man. Wow. Sad. I'm like trying to still process that. I know. I only use a cast iron now. I love it. Oh, cast iron. It's and heavy, then I, difficult to clean. I mean, yeah. I heard my, ceramic's my good, baby. too. I heard ceramic's good if it doesn't have ceramic. The certain, there's certain ceramic that's bad and then certain ceramic that's good. Also, I don't even know, okay. how do they make ceramic? 
No idea. I feel like ceramic like is clay like clay or something, like from the ground. It's almost like clay had sex with like porcelain, like a toilet, and like those two made ceramic. That sounds legit. Yeah. That's exactly what Don't happened. Don't quote me on that, guys, but I'm pretty sure that's how ceramic was made. <laughs> James Ceramic himself like sues me. That is not that is not at all how ceramic was made, my good fellow, my harsh fellow. You're disparaging the great ceramic name. My God. My God. Who cares? The shit people <laughs> will sue you for is just unreal. Dude, Gordon Ramsay's gonna come what right after say? us. Gordon oh, Ramsay's coming. Done. We're, we're so done. We're so done. Really? You want to talk shit about my hexagon pants? Let's see you guys cook. You know, that would be fantastic if he was like, all right, you guys got to make me something to eat. And if it's bad, I'm suing you. And if it's good, I won't sue you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm up for the test. Let's go. I'm up for the test. Imagine you I and mean, I had to make something for yo, him. I cook for myself all day long. Dude, you're a beast, man, in the kitchen. I think I can hold my own. I think we can impress him. We'll see. I got something for him. We'll see if, if he hits us up. Got a for him. Shit, man. Yeah, man, there, there, there's, it's so, it's so fascinating to me also, like, how many things can cause a fucking problem? Like, I'm, I'm only speaking from my own experience, right? Because dealing with all these health issues, like, like, I have doctors telling me, oh, you have IBS, right? So that's a whole different thing. So now, now I have an IBS diet that I need to sort of follow. On top of that, I have to follow um, a certain diet for, for um, preventing the, the migraines from flaring up. Right? Yeah. There are so many things I can't eat. Maybe sometimes I can get away with a little thing here and there, but I really can't. Like, I, I notice if I eat, like, like, say, I can't have dates, right? I love dates. Man, I can't have dried fruit. I fucking love dates, dude. Dude, there's, oh my God, dates are the best. Figs, yeah. can't have figs. I like apricots, too. Dried apricots, shit. I already felt it the next day, like, like bothering me. Shit. Like bloating, stuff like that. Just, just a handful of dates. I don't eat them ever. Coffee, same thing. I had one cup of coffee, bro. One cup of coffee, maybe a day for like three days. Problem. Man. If I'm going to eat something, I have to get the best quality thing that I can get because it really does make a fucking difference. It really does. Like a really good quality vegan um, dessert or like a gluten-free cracker makes a world of a difference for me. As opposed to eating, like, I can't have gluten. So now I have to pick between all these different gluten-free things. But some of the gluten-free things also bother me because they're bloated with too much stuff. Yeah. So it's fucking crazy, man. You, by the way, is a good company for that stuff. Yeah. H-U? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. They have you. a good cracker, gluten-free cracker. Back to get being human or whatever their slogan is. Yeah. They make some good stuff. Yeah. I like Simple Mills a lot. Simple Mills is very good. It that and Hugh, I think those are the those are two of my faves. Yeah, very clean, yeah. very good. Yeah, very good. And Simple Mills, they they both also make cookies and they both also make um, crackers. And Hugh makes like a little bit of some chocolate things, like a little pieces of chocolate that are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I I heard recently, dude. I heard recently too that chocolate. The lead, yeah. Wow. Now different chocolate brands have different. Yeah. Like the one has like a like a couple have like a lead issue. What like wh I know, bro. What is happening? And the one, we meet, and that's what is funny. happening? <laughs> what does that even mean? How is there lead why, in the chocolate? Yeah. Well, I was thinking that. Yeah. From why? the ground. Why? How? Well, it says seventy percent. Seventy percent 
The seventy percent chocolate. Because I, I like, I'm a big fan of the endangered species brand chocolate. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Love it with the monkey. I on get the, the eighty-eight percent. It's a panther the, on there. Oh, the pan. Okay, okay. And they donate to endangered species, and uh, it's just a, I like companies that do that too. Like when you buy something from them, they use their the money that they're making for a good cause, and yeah. so that I'll look for companies that do that, and I'll vote my dollar. And for those companies, they're yeah. not just putting it back into making chocolate. They're also putting it into other things. Mm. Um, but then that that company, besides the fact that it's delicious chocolate, minimalistic ingredients, I get the 88% raw and it's bitter, but it's also really good quality. But then that was also on the list of that lead. No. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I, I thought I had the chocolate that we absolutely loved, but... And ended up being on that list, but it was the seventy percent one, not the eighty-eight percent one that I get. So hoping okay. that, so that some different I'm safe with the eighty. Yeah, the lead can't survive an eighty-eight percent cacao. Like what the fuck? I used to love the lilies, stevia sweetened chocolate, but that was on the list. And I don't know where what cacao percentage it was, but I have to look at it again. But um, I used to get the the darkest one that they had, the ninety percent or whatever it was, ninety two percent. Yeah, you got to get that eighty or above, that mm. eighty eight or above. I think you're pretty much. I think that's where it comes down to. Is like oh, so the, so the lead is in the the lesser. I think cacao, yeah, I think that's, that's what I looked at on the list and everything. Like it seemed like the percentages stood out, where it was okay. like the lower percentages had more of the lead in it, even though if it was the brand. You yeah, know. yeah. A lot of people like people that eat dark chocolate. Yeah, they'll eat like fifty five. They'll eat like. Yeah, because they 70. want that this sweet. And like, I get it. It's mad sweet. It's good. But like, yo, yeah. up up your chocolate game, yo. Get that bitter, get that, get that bitter, bitter mouth going. All right. Bitter is always better. Bitter is better. <laughs> bitter is better. I want optimum, you know? Broccoli Rob. Broccoli That's Rob's optimum. Fucking optimum. It's bitter as fuck, too. It's so good. It's very good. I can't really have it though. Really? Shit. It's hard to digest for me. Damn. Like I, I can eat broccoli, Even but if I, I it's soft I, and cooked through, and I have to avoid the stems. We could get chewy. Yeah, like I can eat the florets. I think they're called like the heads. Yeah, yeah. right. But I have to really. I should avoid the stems. Like cauliflower too. Same thing. That's they got are, a lot of fiber in it and stuff. So like, what? It just you just can't digest it, huh? You know what I've been doing for fiber? Yo, this has been working wonders, dude. Um, so I started by doing psyllium husk powder. Just straight up organic psyllium husk powder. Put some in water. Tastes like absolute dog shit. Just down it, right? Tastes like tastes like dog food on top oh, of dog shit. That's how you know it's good for you. Yeah, it was bitter is better. It was great. Bitter is better. Um, <laughs> so I would I would do that every morning, and I didn't really notice a big difference. Before doing that, I was doing the Metamucil, the Citrusel, trying all that. But then I was like, I was like. It wasn't really helping. And then I was looking at the bottles. Like, oh, it's got natural flavors and it. it's got all this other junk in it. Yeah. So I switched to the straight up psyllium husk powder. First, I was doing capsules. I was like, oh, I'll do the powder, right? And that wasn't really working. I had to get more fiber in my diet. Then I started really researching about chia seeds. We've always eaten chia seeds in my family, but I never really looked at how much fiber is in them. And I found this one brand. I can't fucking remember the name. Um, but once I do, maybe I'll, uh, I'll post about it for this video. It was like 11 grams of fiber per like tablespoon or two tablespoons or whatever serving size, 11 grams of fiber, as opposed to like four or five or six 
yeah. from these other brands. Yeah. It's like, why is that? Why? So I would always buy that, that brand of chia seeds. And uh, I just put it in my, in my shakes. Like I'll make a protein shake or whatever. I'll just throw it in there um, to get my fiber for the day. So if I'm doing like, let's say like 22 grams, that's pretty, pretty damn good. As opposed to having none. And then maybe I'll have two of those a day or whatever. Um, so I found that to be a great source of fiber. Um, that helps like round out my, my diet yeah. and helps digest and stuff. Helps with that clean, helps me make, as they say. <laughs> and then my dad's, my dad, what's with dads having like preaching dad science? My dad's like, you, you look, you, you need to take in more fiber. You know, you do eat bran flakes. <laughs> it's like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, bran flakes. You go, you know, you go, go to the store, you get a nice box of bran flakes. You eat that every morning. It's like, help me with my problem when I was your age. So I don't think we got the same problem, though. Like, I can't eat gluten. How am I supposed to eat bran flakes? It's all gluten. Like, what Glyphosphate you in there. Are you going to listen to what I'm saying or not? I'm like, how does it, why, how do you know that that's going to help me? Right? You don't even know what I'm, you don't even ask me what my problem is. You're just like, oh, you need, you need fiber bran flakes. I'm like, I can't eat gluten, dude. That's going to make me shit my pants, like, nonstop. What are you talking about? And he goes, look, you eat the bran, all right? You digest it or whatever. It, 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 it mixes into with the stomach acid or whatever, right? And then it goes into your bloodstream and then it goes into the parts of your body where you need the most fiber and then it, it fixes you, okay? And that's it. That's Just eat the brand flakes. <laughs> I think it's worth a try, Joe. It sounds legit. I mean, it's pretty convincing, actually. Now that I play it it's, back in my head, it sounds it's good. Yeah. pretty convincing argument. I need that brand in my bloodstream. It's very logical, straightforward, easy to manage. I don't know why I'm making fun of it. Now I just sound like a dick. I think maybe he's on to something. Maybe. <laughs> Does your dad a, have any gastrointestinal issues? He did when he was young. Ah, uh, until he started eating bran flakes. I fixed the whole problem. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's something to it, dude. There's something to it. You can't have gluten I'll or else you're going to shit your pants. No, no, no. Have it. But you got to have it in bran flake form. Is that a cereal? It's a cereal, yeah. right? Yeah. It's what you call bran flakes. Yeah. Like you just go like yeah. buy it in the store. Yeah. It's kind of like Wheaties. You know, raisin bran. Basically, raisins with bran. Yeah, so those those flakes. Those yeah. are bran. I used flakes. to love raisin bran cereal. It's the best. I grew up on raisin bran and Wheaties. Yeah, my favorite one Cheerios. was the strawberry one. The strawberry uh, raisin bran. Strawberry cornflakes. Kellogg's strawberry cornflakes. Oh fuck yeah! Oh man. Or was it strawberry special K? Special K. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I remember that. Oh dude, that was my favorite one. They still make that. Mega. Oh hell yeah, they do. I haven't eaten it, obviously. People are voting with their dollar for that crap. I don't support shitty companies. That's dog food, bro. We're not supposed to be eating shit out of a box. What the hell's wrong with you? Oh, dude, that's another thing. For people that own pets, specifically dogs. They're not even supposed to be eating fucking dog food. I was trying to help my dad with his dog. His, his dog has been, she's been biting her paws nonstop. Now, there could be multiple reasons for this, Right. The skin, literally, like you look at her paws, the skin is gone. The hair is gone. Skin's like, they're raw. I'm like, this poor dog, right? I told my dad, I was like, try to, I did some research for him. I was like, do like a trial of farmer's dog, which is like a yeah, pretty yeah, high quality dog, dog food, yeah. right? He does like a two-week trial or whatever. And because of the drastic switch, they, they, he followed the directions exactly. He's supposed to mix it with the old food that the dog's used to and then eventually just do farmer's dog food. And then she was having like, the dog was like having diarrhea. But he said that it was definitely improving her paws. That she wasn't biting them as much and, and whatever. So he was thinking of maybe going back to the farmer's dog because he did the trial. 
And now he's thinking like, well, maybe if I mix it, when, when I mixed it with the dry food, she yeah. did okay. It's just less dry food than normal. And then, so it's like half and half kind of. But like that, that to me is already better than just loading this dog up with just dry food that's so processed, that's so bad for them. You see what's in the fucking dry food? You ever do research on that? I haven't done as much research as I should because I don't own a dog right now. Yeah. But apparently what there's about it? dog collars and... What? Yeah. Like, they'll just take a bunch... There's, like, also other dogs and stuff in there and... Stop. Throw, yeah. Collars from dogs, chains, plastic bottles, stuff like that. They'll just grind <laughs> it all. What are they just going around with to strays Bro, with a up. fucking grinder and yeah. just... Throwing them in? Literally, yeah. What the fuck? To create this dog food, right? No because it's way. Think about how they make our food. They barely give a shit about our food. Imagine when they make dog food. They must not give a fuck at all. They just throw in anything that they find. Apparently there's rats and and what, a dude? whole bunch of shit in there. Yeah. How is this allowed? Yeah, crazy. Crazy. The poor dog. Do research on that too. Yeah, because you care about these animals. You want to take care of them. They're not supposed to be eating that shit. Of course not. They're yeah, wolves. That's They're insane. literally wolves, and we dress them up with fucking <laughs> blankets and pillow, and we turn them into pussies, basically, giving them. We're also killing them. Killing them <laughs> mentally and physically <laughs> and spiritually. And spiritually. Just destroying them. Destroying them. Domesticating this wild, awesome animal. It's so fucked up. Like, yeah, if, if I'm gonna say this real quick because I've had dogs my whole life, right? This is I've I've the last dog I had was German Shepherd Roxy. You remember she lived till she was 13, which is pretty good for a shepherd, and she died back in uh, 2018. So I haven't had a dog since 2018, right? So my dad has a dog. I see her once in a while. Also German Shepherd, super cute. But anybody who's out there who has a dog and treats them like a lap dog. And doesn't let the dog run free. Doesn't let the dog like even run around the house. Like the dog is just always with you on your person, in your bag. Just that. On your bag, in your bag. Yeah, your bag. the dog can't even move. Like yeah, I've right. seen people like this. Yeah, you're a torture saint. Yo, if you do that, fuck you. Yeah. Straight up. I don't care if, if, if I hurt your feelings, fuck you. Okay? You can find a dog like that. I don't care if it's a little dog. I don't care what it is. Um, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And then you're vegan probably too. I won't go that far, but I'll say you're a piece of shit. If you're also a vegan, whatever, makes sense. <laughs> you used to be a vegan, dude. Yeah. Talk about that. Oh man. Horrible. Yeah? Horrible. Really? Tell me, tell me how you feel about it. Tell me what I your mean, whole experience was. So when I met Julia, like our first date, it's like, oh, I'm finally gonna be able to ride it out with this girl. She seems really awesome. I think I could take that next leap to the next level with this one and all this stuff. And we're going to share steaks and, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to fucking watch movies together and go hunting together and do all this. I had this whole thing planned. Like I met this awesome girl. Right. Cause, cause just a little bit of context for the people you grew up in an environment where you were around people that would hunt. You right. would always, you would, you would eat fresh venison that was caught on the yeah. mountain in the backyard upstate. Yeah. Your dad's part of like a hunting club. Yeah. And you were exposed to that turkey. Yeah. Everything all this fresh, wild, right off the land, wild, wild not touched by any human. So the best quality meat that you could argue 
that someone it's can the, have, yeah, right? No better, yeah. And you went from so then you met this girl, and you went from that, yeah, to then to then being. Well, me. she lived upstate too, and she drove ATVs and all this stuff, and she lived her house. I found that her house was like thirty minutes away from mine. Whoa, it was crazy how we met. Like she's driving ATVs and doing all this shit that I'm doing over here, and then we ended up connecting mm. through work. I mean, now we're married, but um, that first date was. I was like, you know, trying to play. I could take the steak for two. You know, it's like $150. We're going to get the steak for two and share it and whatever. And then so I order it. And then the guy leaves to go put the order in. And she's like, I have something to tell you. She was like so scared to tell me. I was like, what the fuck, man? Really? (laughs) She's going to tell me she like has like eight toes or some some crazy like weird thing. Like I got, I got, I have one leg. Yeah. And she's like, I'm. And it's on my arm. It's where my arm should be. And my arm is where my leg should be. Wait, you know what? what? I wouldn't have cared as much. Like, whatever. I'll, I, that might have gotten in the way that of being intimate, but it's okay. <laughs> I would have worked around. She, she strokes she, your, she your, cool. your hair, but it's with the foot. <laughs> <laughs> the, arm, the leg is right here. <laughs> it exists out there for sure. Yeah. But like, we don't judge. We don't judge here at Harsh Fellows. No. Only if you, if you have a laptop. If the truth fun. is the truth. Yeah. The truth will judge. Mm-hmm. That's right. We, don't we, go we, ju- we judge only when we feel like it. Otherwise, Yo, <laughs> otherwise we don't. <laughs> otherwise we don't. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. so you order the steak. So order the steak for like, two. I got to tell you something. So I got to tell you something. I'm like, fuck, what? Uh, she just goes, I'm vegan. And I'm like, what? I had no, I never heard of it before. No idea what it is. So she starts, she's like, I don't eat meat. I was like, what the fuck do you eat? Because that's that's in my head. I'm like, well, that's where you get your protein from. That's where all the minerals and vitamins are. What else do you eat? I didn't eat that many vegetables either. Um, at the time, I was a big meat eater. ate a lot of steaks, chicken, pork. Dogs, chains, Dogs, collars. anything at the time. <laughs> shit. I didn't give a shit about my diet Rats. or anything. Oh, man. Never heard of the vegan thing. That right. was just like all I had. No, it's a new word. Like right, I you thought never, it was a disease. You yeah, know what it was. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea what the fuck. I mean, it could be considered a disease, but yeah. Basically, but yeah. Um, and and that <laughs> sparked it off. And then she so then so I was interested. I was you know what the hell is this? I had to call the steak back. Ended up getting a couple of salads and just eating those. Mm. And uh, the steak was left on the grill. Um, and then. She started, she made me watch these videos um, about what being vegan was about and the, the fishing world about how, uh, you know, how the fish were dying, the ocean was polluted and, um, you know, how they would, they would, this, this whole, this whole spiel of how they would torture the animals and butcher them and full of diseases and together in cages. And it was just insane. Yeah. Um, all these videos. Um, and I, there was one video I watched. I forget the name of it. If I remember it, I'll bring it up and we can like post it at the bottom. Um, but, um, I watched that in that moment. I was vegan starting from that moment. I was like, I can't do this anymore. This is crazy. I couldn't even finish watching the movie Mm. because it was so disturbing. Mm. I was like, I can't, I really honestly couldn't finish it. Um, and I'm not lightweight like that. Like I could take a lot of gruesome shit. Um, but that I couldn't finish. There's there's a reality there, a dark reality, with yeah. a lot of the the processes and the, the way things the way things happen. A lot of abuse with the animals, a lot of uh, inhumane sort of treatment. 
Um, it's a lot of pollution, a lot of disease, like you said. Yeah. And then she showed me Game Changers. Yeah, I watched that one. Which was big for me because I'm an athlete. I love working right. out and martial arts. So I was like, whoa, if I'm fucking could become vegan and stay vegan, then I'm going to get this boost in performance and do all this crazy shit. Mm. And that was very enticing to me too. So that kept me like on the vegan track because this was after I became vegan and then now this came out and then I was like, oh, well, this is a reason for me to stay vegan now because mm -hmm. now I'm going to get this boost in performance. And at first you feel really good and you feel light and you're kind of cleaning out your system and you're going from eating all this meat and then you cut weight um, and you have this initial boost in energy and all this stuff. Um, so that did happen to me. And that show was awesome too. I mean, it's very informative, but apparently after the show aired, a lot of the people on the show advertising veganism went back to eating meat. Really? Yeah. So Arnold, now this is big thing. Arnold for sure. I don't know who. You're like, not giving my check. You know, I'm good to go, go make a steak. Go. Fuck you. Come on. Get go. Come on with this bullshit. This <laughs> BM talking about the beans. Come on, give me my check. Pay me. Fuck you. Fuck you, pay me. He's going to terminate that, man. He immediately went back to eating meat, 110%. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't talk about any any of these people, but mm. apparently a lot of people on the show went back to eating meat. So I was like, oh, come on, man. Okay, so you were vegan for how many years? Um, I always say five, but Julia's like, nah, you know, you were vegan for two years. I'm going to say what she said, two years. All right, so two years. Yeah. Now, now you're back to like eating- Like strict vegan two years. Strict vegan two years. Yeah. Now you're back to eating meat. And uh, certain animal products. Um, what do you think is the difference? And how did you come back to eating meat? Like, what was the final decision there? And how do you feel now as opposed to while you were vegan? All right. So doing some due, dil due diligence and research on why I was truly vegan, uh, Morality-wise, nutrition-wise, environment-wise, um, we started to realize that it wasn't the meat that was the problem. It was the system behind the meat that was the problem. So you become vegan because, one, you don't want to kill animals, right? You, you want to protect the animals, right? Don't eat the homies. They're your friends, okay? Then then it's bad for the environment and the planet because it's breeding bacteria and disease because all these animals are together and all this shit. And, and then like with the, the cow burps. Then you, right, the carbon. Affecting the Carbon ozone in the air, affecting the ozone that. and all this stuff going on. But they don't tell you the other side of the story because they're promoting veganism, right? I guess it's a business like anything else. You have the Beyond Meat, the Impossible Meat, the vegan butters and all these non-dairy, all these vegan items now. All the milks, oat milks and almond milks, they're all, it's all big business. Yeah. Not milk. Right. Um, but they don't tell you that the problem is the system behind it, right? And, and they don't talk about regenerative agriculture and how that's good for the soil and how that's good for the planet. And, and animals that eat grass, not grain, don't produce as much carbon. Or the carbon that they produce doesn't affect the ozone as much as it does when they're fed grain, mm. um, they're not injected with antibiotics or hormone cause, hormones because they don't have to be because they're not 
vulnerable to disease anymore because they're not eating grain. And they're also not on top of each other. And they're also not on top of each other, which is another thing, which they're pasture raised. They're out in the fields like they're supposed to be naturally, Mm. eating the grass, pooping in the grass, stomping on the poop into the grass, right? Feeding the soil. Getting a little taste. They got to get a little little taste. taste. A little taste of the poop. But it's how it's supposed to fucking be. Got to have the poop in the soil, man. It's how it's supposed to be. Instead of them eating the grain, pooping on the cement, they don't use the poop to fertilize. They're also laying in it. They're also laying in it. Now they need the antibiotics. Right. So then we're eating the animal that's grain fed. It's not supposed to eat grain. And that grain, that grain, dude, same thing with chickens. Like when you buy eggs. Yeah. If the feed that the chickens were, were eating was like... GMO, GMO feed, corn, whatever. Yeah, you're now consuming that. Yeah, and it fucks you up. It just from from eggs alone, dude. 100%. Vital, yo, Vital Farms. Shout out to Vital, Vital Farms. Farms. The organic eggs. There's two different kinds. There's the black uh, packaging, and then there's like the orange packaging. It's like a lighter, it's a whatever, lighter color. like a red or something. So the the lighter one is organic, and the black one isn't, but they're both still really good. Vital Farms eggs, the best. Yeah, the best. They're the best. Um, so, you know, that's what it is. They're pasture-raised. Again, no antibiotics, no hormones, non-GMO feed, organic. They're eating what they're supposed to eat. They're drinking what they're supposed to drink. They're left alone, natural. That's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then that creates that cycle. And then now, once you get rid of that component, you have the morality component. Well, I don't want to be killing animals. Yeah, well, you're not fucking Michael Myers hacking up a cow. Right, you're doing it in a, in a humane way. The animal's gonna die anyway, so you're using it as a resource, right, to fuel you to making you optimal. Right, you're creating a good cycle of how it's supposed to be. It's a life and death cycle. You can't save all these animals. They're they're resources. They're for you to use, right, to be your optimum. You need the nutrients in them. They're more bioavailable to you anyway. And then if you just treat them right, they treat you right, and then the fucking world goes on. Yeah, I can understand that, man. I can also understand, like, hunting for your food. Um, I don't, I don't, I am against trophy hunting as far as, like, you just hunt to hang the animal. Oh, it's horrible. You don't eat it. Completely Or you go to Africa to hunt a lion. Just to take a picture with the fucking thing. See, that's evil. That's fucked up. I can't get behind that at all. Yeah, it serves no purpose to me. It's yeah. just vain, and it's just to stroke your ego. I took yeah. down a rhinoceros. Look at me. Yeah, no. The fucking thing is endangered. Like whether it's the the what was it the the white, the um the white rhinos or whatever the, yeah. that certain r- yeah, rhinoceros. Yeah, yeah. People are poaching them. Like fuck you. Yeah. Um. It's but I for purpose. I really do care about animals big time. That's that's the main reason I stopped eating dairy years ago. Um, I cut out dairy before I even had any uh digestive issues uh, because I saw a documentary on how they treat dairy cows, what they do to them. They like torture them. It's terrible. Um, I'm not for that at all. Stopped eating dairy. And um, so I'm a big advocate for, for the animals, dude. I love animals. Yeah, me too, man. But I can understand eating meat, good quality meat, uh, humanely raised, um, et cetera. I can understand. I can get behind that um, because it's 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 been sort of a way of life since the dawn of time. And on this show uh, with Zach Efron, which I really love this show. I freaking the name again. I'll we'll put it in the description. Um, well, we might. 
We might. If we want to. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Zac Efron. With Zac Efron. It's with Zac Efron. It's a, it's a, a show about meat. It's a show about food, making the world better. They, oh, they, okay. they, they look into the ocean, problems with the ocean, okay. uh, regenerative agriculture, solar power, ways of making the world a better, more pure, greener way. That would, that would be really funny if, if it was just a show about meat starring Zac Efron. The, look, guys, we're going to show you the secrets about eating meat and what it's going to do to your health, man. <laughs> There's a lot of that in there. I'm Zach Efron, all right? It's such a good show. Look at my six-pack. Now go get a steak. <laughs> yes. Yes, Zach. See, people are going to listen to him, right? Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> it's like Tyler Durden from Fight Club told you something oh, you're in like gonna, a commercial. Yeah. You're going to do it. You're going to buy it or use it. Buy my soap. Of course you're going to buy it. No, but this farmer on the show says, a lot of people say, well, how could you eat an animal that you know, and raised and named. And then the farm is like, well, how could you eat an animal that you didn't know? How could you eat an animal that you didn't know? Yeah. Everyone's eating animals that they don't know. They don't know their name. They don't know where they were. They don't know what they ate. They don't know what was injected into them. I'd rather eat an animal that I know, that I raised in a safe environment. I took care of it. Mm. I served it up to God. I, I learned the butching process. I learned, I, I, I understood what it was like killing an animal, sacrificing an animal, using it as, as fuel for me. Like you gain an appreciation for the world, the animal, your life, their life, instead of just buying some meat in a package that you don't fucking know where the hell it came from and just eating it, slobbering it up. You know, I'd rather eat an animal that I know. And those, like those animals in my backyard upstate, I know. I know what they're eating. Yeah. I know no one's touching them. I know there's no disease or anything like that of it. Yeah. So regenerative agriculture is like the, is the new wave. It was like this big, the vegan thing took a hit. And then for me, it just died flat once you start thinking about how logical it really is. Right? So w did it make a difference in the way you feel and in your health in general? Incredible difference. I had that picture, and we'll post the picture too. We'll put it up somewhere, like while we're talking about it. Yeah, it it was bad. It was all over my body. Uh, I thought it was from gluten. I still don't know exactly what it was from, but I went on the carnivore diet. It completely vanished. Whoa! So you went on the carnivore diet as a way to eliminate possible triggers for for the problem? Yeah, because I didn't know exactly what it was. I didn't know if it was gluten. I didn't know if it was the lion's mane. I didn't know if it was lead in the chocolate I was eating. I didn't know if it was the fucking <laughs> PBAs the in list. the pans. Oh, yeah. You know, let's go through the whole list we just went it's through. It's not the pans, you fucking donut. Right. <laughs> Those pans are bulletproof. <laughs> Gordon. So you didn't know. So you were like, fuck it, carnivore right. diet, let's go. Carnivore diet. 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef, no antibiotics, no hormones, organic, the best, purest meat, butcher box. Butcher box. By the way. I still haven't tried that service, but right. I trust Pete, and what Pete says, I fucking can get behind 100%. I know he does his due diligence, Yeah. and I know he votes with his dollar. Yes, sir. So I can't wait to try butcher box, but shout out to butcher box. Pete's been on it for, well, a couple months now. Yeah. It's excellent. So that's the only meat Very you'll have. Very affordable. It's the only meat I'll have. I, I, butcher box. Yeah. 
because I know that they're giving me quality. I mean, every cut is not like there's better cuts than other cuts, right? Some are really fatty. Some are harder to cook. Some you got to know, you know, how to use them. Some thaw a little bit better, you know, so you experiment a little bit and they have a lot of different cuts that pork, chicken. I don't mess with the chicken and stuff. I only get the beef. So what about um, Butcher Box makes them so good? Because they have 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. No antibiotics, no hormones ever. Grass-fed, gra- what's the difference there? So you could have on labels, and there's a lot in grocery stores, like Food Town, Sea Town, any, any like grocery store, local supermarket or whatever, most likely on the package you're going to see, because they market it this way, and they'll put a big green label, and it will say 100% grass-fed beef. Or it will say... Um, grass-fed beef, right? Um, no antibiotics, no hormones, or no antibiotics added. Mm. But that doesn't mean there's never been antibiotics or hormones. You need to see no antibiotics, no hormones ever. You need that label, ever label. Um, you need 100% grass-fed, grass-finished, because it could be grass-fed most of its life, and in the last three months or so, it's fed grains. So it's grass-fed, grain-finished, but they don't put any of that on the labels. So grass-fed could mean that it was fed grass temporarily. Yeah, or the beginning of its life and then finished with grain. Finished all the way through grass, 100%. um, Okay. Never never given grain, ever. The whole lifespan. Yeah, and that's the point. I've never seen grass finished on on a label. Yeah. Well, that's what Butcher Box has on all its labels, and that's what it markets as its brand. Wow, grass that's finished, awesome. grass fed, no antibiotics, no hormones ever. I've never seen products. that in a supermarket. Yeah, I mean, maybe they it, have it at like a Whole Foods very or something, but I've rarely, never seen it. Yeah, very rarely. You have to look, and the butchers at the labels get tricky because they label them one through five as like the quality of meat. And okay. as you look, you'll never see any fives. It gets tricky, man. Like, I don't know 100% about it either. Like, I'm still doing my research. But from what I know, you just got to really read and really do your due diligence like we talked about before. But yeah. that's why I love ButcherBox because you know it's there. It's on the label. comes right to your door. You order it. It's a membership. You could pick. You could change the box. It's very um, interchangeable. Mm. Um, if you don't like something, then get rid of it. Put something else in. So, you know, it so far is very versatile. The, the the majority of the meat that I've been getting is great. You just got to know how to cook it too. Like, right, you know, you right. could shit on a meat, get it and be like, oh, it's crap. But did you cook it the right way? Right. So. Yeah. Step one, <laughs> get good quality ingredients. Step two, learn how to fucking cook. Learn Those are the cook, two. <laughs> I used to order imperfect produce when I lived in LA. This is before they had it available in New York. So Imperfect Produce is a company that then later changed the name to Imperfect Foods. But it started as produce only. And what they would do is they would take the rejected food from the grocery store. Because grocery stores, they'll reject food that, that doesn't look yeah, uh, the right way. bend in the Yeah, it's got a little apple. imperfection. It's so stupid. But it's a perfectly good piece of fruit or whatever, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so they would just take all of this f- fruit and produce, vegetables, and just throw it away. Yeah. So this company came along and was like, oh, we'll take that, that produce from you and we'll just sell it to people at like, at like a wholesale value or discounted value from what you would get in the grocery store. And let me tell you something. I had this service for months, for years. The produce I got 
was never rotted, was never, never looked like really unappetizing at all. The potatoes look fine. The carrots look fine. Everything looked fine. Then later, I guess they, they expanded, they got bigger. They became imperfect foods. And now they'll sell like meat, they'll sell other things too. But it all started with the produce, man. And they, they're basically like saving this produce from just going in the trash. Yeah. But what they should do is they, they, if, if there's more of it going in the trash, like why not give it to people who need it? I know, right? Donate it to homeless shelter, we donate it to so soup kitchens. Give it to, give it to people. Why are we throwing out produce mm. just because they're reje it's rejected by supermarkets? Yeah, it's like it's insane. It's like a fucking beauty pageant. The waste, dude. The waste. This orange. <laughs> there's a guy i want to meet the guy who inspects it all that's the job i want bon vage. oh let me let me let me he's got like a monocle and he's got the he's got the the yeah. the jeweler's loop the fucking diamond thing pluto get this orange away from me this please. orange is subpar remove it from the premises <laughs> throw it in with the others that has to be his voice too he's always wearing a three-piece suit with cufflinks the cufflinks are like are like tomatoes he gets paid millions of dollars. Mr. Veg. My Mr. Veg is coming in. Everyone's got to get ready. <laughs> dress up the oranges. Dress up the peaches. <laughs> Here comes Mr. Here comes Mr. Veg. <laughs> that, sickly, mm. that sickly banana there amongst these He's just things. a fucking, he's just a, like a, a scumbag Italian guy. <laughs> Mr. Vegero. His name is like Vegero. <laughs> Mr. Vegero, shut up. Silence your mouth. Shut up. That squash has a bit of a discoloration. Hmm. You're going to have to take a closer look. <laughs> Misfits. Mr. Misfits Market, too. I mean, Jules used to get. That's a good one. Misfits Market? Yeah, it's a good one. Same thing. Also, somebody, somebody write the screenplay uh, about the... Uh, just, just make the vegetables and fruits characters, and then they have to, like, you know... They're in the grocery Before. store. Everything's good, and then Mr. Vajero <laughs> comes in, and then it's the journey of these these vegetables and fruits get get casted out, and then we show the process. You know, make it like an animated movie. Somebody write that script, please. Somebody write that script. That'd imperfect. Just funny. call it imperfect. That's a Pixar film, right there. Boom. Sure. Imperfect. Boom. And it's all about like the whole message of the movie is like how like you could be ugly, right? But still, <laughs> doesn't mean anything. Like you could still you're still, still making it in life. you're still awesome. You're still a great right. organism. Yeah. Or, you know, it could still be bought and sold. Yeah. And like, eaten. don't judge a book by its cover, essentially. <laughs> Imperfect. Somebody don't, make, somebody write that don't script. Don't judge your fruit by its skin. Write that script. Let us know how, it, how it's going. Um, keep us updated on that. We'll do, the, we'll do some of the voices for the, for the movie if you guys need to. We'll do some of the. I would love to play Mr. Vajero. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this pumpkin is. All right. Okay. <laughs> Bro, I could talk We're about that all out day. Of hand here. I could talk about that all day. That's a, I love that idea. It's a great film. Maybe we should write the script. Maybe we should. If you guys don't do it, we're gonna do it. So somebody do it. So you started the carnivore diet to be like, what the fuck is causing this rash? Yeah. You basically went on a, a hardcore elimination diet, got rid of everything except meat. Yeah. Because you get to figure it has nothing in it. Nothing. Just yeah. Some fat, protein. Yeah. Right. Proteins and, and fat, and it's healthy fat if it's coming from a good source. So I knew this meat was 100% grass-fed, grass-finished, no antibiotics, no hormones, no GMO feed. And that's all I was eating, and that was eliminating everything else, all the, the oils and, and, and the Highly butters and the dairies and the everything. Highly dude. inflammatory, those oils, yeah. big time. 
they put and they put the a lot of gums in the in the oh alternative God, milks, right? Dude, if yeah. you guys want a good almond milk, by the way, I think uh, I think it's called Three Trees. Very good almond milk. It's just almonds, almonds and, water. and water. That's it. it Those be. are the ingredients. That's it. Fucking crazy. very good. I just hate how expensive it is. Is it prices. expensive? Yeah, especially if you're making protein shakes like on a daily. Yeah, yeah. And you're putting in like two, three. It's cups also of not that a big shit. bottle. Yeah, but hey, small, I mean, skinny little bottles. If you can do it, do it. Yeah. I don't buy it all the time, so I don't remember how much it costs. But um, it, it's definitely the cleanest one that I've come across. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. And it tastes fucking delicious. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? So like, why do you need all that other shit when you get when just water and almonds taste better than water, almonds? And all these other gums and emulsifiers and additives. <laughs> why put that shit in there? I wish I. Why? why? They make you more money. You know what? It, it it makes it it makes it smoother with the three trees. You really got to shake it up. You know, it separates it, easy. It's, yeah, it separates. You know, you okay. got you got Santa's jizz in there. You got to really fucking. You got to really shake it the fuck up. You know, like it's a you who every time you fucking are about to use oh, it. Oh, it's so hard to shake up. I get the gum, then get the one with the gums in it. <laughs> shake. Shake. No, no what do you about mean? Shake. I got to do that. I'm not. Like we're, getting the, we're, we're going gums. We're getting gums. Get the one with the gum. You don't have to shake it at all. You just pour it. It's ready for you. Get the three trees, guys. Shake it up. It's good stuff. No, but man, that carnivore diet. Cleaned up your, your, du- your rash. The rashes went away. Um, almost completely. I mean, I still have very little bit of it, but I think that's just from like massaging and stuff, like mm. just getting dry skin and like during the winter time, I'll have like little, um, you know, scaly, itchy skin. Um, but uh, that, I mean, it was all over my body, face, head, itchy, red, sore, peeling, and it just went away, dude. Whoa. And I felt awesome. Like I've been feeling awesome on the carnivore diet. You're still on the carnivore diet. Yeah. Whoa, dude. So you only yeah. eat meat. Well, I started incorporating fish. Okay. Um, I'll also have like a raw, unpasteurized or a cheese. Okay. As well. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, plant. I'll have some plant protein. KOS Cos, it's called the brand. Mm. Yeah. It's an organic plant-based protein, which is really good. Um, they're awesome. I also the Sun Warrior too. KOS, too, like a, yeah, that's what I use. Sun Warrior. Yeah, shout so out to KOS and Sun Warrior. Yeah, shout out, they're awesome. Because yeah, you stay away from whey protein, right? Stay away from the whey. Sort of whey I, isolate yeah. the casein. I try to avoid as much dairy as possible. Hmm. I'll do a raw butter, gr- raw grass fed, unpasteurized butter. Oh hell yeah. I'll do that, but I very like little bit now, of it. Every now and ghee. then I'll do a ghee. Yeah, a, a ghee, little bit. A to beef cook with. tallow I'll cook with. That's so good. more on those. I'm getting like, hungry, bro. Yeah, I'm fucking... starving, dude. I could. Oh man, we gotta go eat. We gotta go have a nice meal. Yo, after this, let's do it. Some butcher box, some fucking butter, some fucking cheese. Yo, let's go. Just eliminate the sugars, man. Right? Like I bet. Then that's mostly what it is: the seed Addicting, oils, the bro. sugars. You it's, and it's so Addicting. unnatural. What the fuck? You. It's so logical. That's why we're supposed to be eating these things. We're not. It's so logical. It's been given to us. Let's follow the flow and consume these resources and appreciate the land. Like, that's where we got to go. Not the whole impossible burger beyond me, like becoming chemists and fucking trying to recreate beef that's already nutritious. It's mad weird because isn't it harder? Like, even when you're doing like a, like a product that's just all chemicals, like not even the beyond meat, but like something you're trying to make 
like some processed good that's just all chemicals, is it easier to just do it the regular way? Like why go through all the trouble? And now the, the answer is what? For profit? Totally it's cheaper to make totally. potentially, but but yet you're just fucking with the people that you're giving it to. I'm so fed up over it. Me too. Even what I was saying before about the Tylenol, it's like, why is, why is this in here? Why is titanium dioxide in Tylenol? There's no reason just to make it white in the middle. Yeah. Who, why, who gives a fuck? I know. And then the red and the blue. It makes me wonder like, yo, what's the motive what's here, the dude? Motive? Yeah, like what, what's going on here, man? Branding. It's programming. It's fucking, they're trying to get you to think of that red, white, and blue pill. Maybe Fuck connection you. to the American how about, yo, flag. How about yo? Just be like yo. This is you want to want to fix your headache. Boom. That that's the selling point. That's the selling point. So many natural things too. Like Genexa, by the remedies. way, Genexa is a natural. Uh, it's a more natural sort of approach to Tylenol. It's acetaminophen, but it's got like other things in it. That's that's more natural. Genexa, like herbs, acacia fiber, and fucking agave syrup, and whatever. But compared to Tylenol, it's way better. You only need the acetaminophen for the for the the effects. Like really, that's that's the main thing you need. That one drug. That's it. Yeah, and then they also make a cold crush supplement for when you feel the cold coming on. And then they also make something for the flu. They make an allergy medicine too. This is just more of a natural approach. Yeah, I feel like all that would go away if we just ate good shit and these diseases wouldn't present themselves the way that they do. The histamines in food is a big problem too. Like that's one of the main things I got to stay away from with the, the migraine diet is um, foods that, that contain like histamines. Like when you take an allergy pill, it's an antihistamine. So there are histamines in foods, like certain foods, like fucking cashews, other things. And um, like the histamine content is high. Yeah. So like that stuff, like you, you basically are, are there, there's a certain test out there where you give a blood sample and then they like test certain foods against your blood to see what causes an immune response basically to a food. Think about that. So like eggs can do that big time um, and foods that like are high in histamines can do that. Um, among other things, everybody's kind of different. So it all, it all depends on also your genetics and stuff, but there's, there's something to that. Like there's something to food in general and how it, it affects the rest of your life and how it makes you feel on a daily basis. And what you're, what you eat is what you are. Like we've talked about. I had that test too on the, uh, the skin that, that there's that one. There's a different yeah. one. Okay. Like a, a blood test, blood test. Obviously, like you, you have to go to like a source that's like credible, but um, you know, a lot of naturopathic doctors do this, where like they'll send you a test kit, you prick your finger, you put your blood on on the actual like paper, in like different spots, and then you send that in, and then they they test stuff against it. Then there's when you go to an actual allergist, and they they hit you with like the the needles yeah, that's what I to got. test for I allergies. I got that done as well, but when I got that one done. It didn't say I was allergic to any foods. There was no response there. When I did the other test, there was a response. Interesting. So, I don't know. So get tested I don't know. twice. <laughs> That's the main thing, right? Do your due diligence. Like, we, the only reason we sit here and we talk about this stuff and we, we, we are into this topic is because we both have problems that 
we then explored the options of how to solve. And we were led to the same, down the same path, so to speak, um, particularly with food. And how we came to a similar conclusion. Yeah. That the truth is only one universal truth, right? It's all going to lead you down the same path to the same conclusion, to the source of everything. It all, it, it all goes to the source of everything. Um, and that's why we're, anyone on this path with any of these problems is going to end up with the same conclusion, right? Of going back to the source, the most natural thing, eliminating any synthetic additive, um, you know, getting all going back to the natural source of things. That's all it is. It seems like we keep making these, um, problems, experimenting, going off the rails and then drawing back to the basics, basically, to the fundamentals. Oh, we got too far ahead. We're fucking up the planet. Now let's go reverse. Mm -hmm. seems like humans like to go fast forward just to go and reverse again. You're like, you know, it's like we went too far. We shouldn't be burning all these trees and fishing all this fish and fucking killing all these animals and injecting antibiotics and spraying everything with, with Roundup and eating it and serving it. Like we shouldn't be doing, okay, let's reverse everything now. Regenerative agriculture, uh, you know, fucking organic, clean eating. Swiss water systems. Swiss water systems. Like, well, let's be on, real, man. bro. Everybody really, everybody really just wants to be Vin Diesel from the Fast and the Furious. That's all anybody really wants to be I, I in life. That's Let's be real, is. okay? Live my life a quarter mile at a time. Like everybody just wants to go pedal to the metal. Fuck it. We ain't never slowing down until the wheels fall off. And then it's like, ah, oh, now we got to kind of maybe fix things so we can one day put the pedal to the metal again. But right now we got to lay off the, the pedal a little bit. Lay off the gas. Look what's happened to the fucking rainforest. They're cutting down the rainforest and they're, and they're putting up all these like palm tree, uh, the palm oil tree yeah. farms or whatever. Yeah. You ever see like they that? Put more palm oil the bird's eye view. on butter. They Stop, have an agenda. Dude. It's fucked up. There's no business being in, in anything. Really. I've been doing pretty much like high fat, low carb, high protein. That's been my diet. Yeah, and same, it works. It's same. been working pretty pretty well. I'll have oatmeal every now and then. I'll have a little bit of pasta every now and then, gluten free. But mostly, I'll have eggs, meat, fish, um, keto products like uh, base culture bread. I love base culture bread. I think it's the cleanest bread I've ever had in my entire life. It's a it's a gluten free, paleo, whatever keto bread, and I'll do like uh, protein shakes. And just try to eat a lot of like, a lot of meat, a lot of fish, a lot of coconut oil, uh, different products, flaxseed, things like that. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Kind of eat the same thing every day. I like the canned sardines. We've talked about that. Oh, yeah. Love canned fish, man. Very good. And got to get the uh, right ones. Got to get the right gotta ones. Got to get the right ones. Got to get the right ones. I like eating. I'll eat like romaine lettuce every now and then. That doesn't bother me. Kale's pretty manageable as well um but it's it's been good man and i've noticed the the biggest benefit i've noticed from it is brain function because i deal with brain fog a lot and sorry to anybody uh any of the comedians who who were part of the shows that i hosted so far 
Because sometimes I completely botch their fucking credentials or the resume as I'm bringing them up to do their performance. And the other, I'm like, how do you want to be brought up? They tell me. And then I forget it 10 seconds later. Like, especially the last show we did, I had such brain fog, dude. Like, I was just like, I kept apologizing. I was like, because people don't understand that about me. Like, my, I get really bad brain fog where I can't remember. It takes me like five times. You got to tell me like five times. Um, and it's part of the vestibular migraine thing. It's part of like having the, the digestive issues. Like, my brain is just not functioning the optimally sometimes, you know, but being on this diet helps that in a big way because those fats really help the, your brain health yeah, big time the fats, man, the fish oil, especially cod liver oil. I take cod liver oil. It's very, very good. I just feel sharper when I take it. Also, my hair feels better. Hair feels, feels nice. To talk about hair. I, I been taking the, uh, ancient nutrition's, Collagen protein powder. Well, you, you, bro, your hair, you're good to go. <laughs> you are good I to mean, go. It is turning white. That, yeah, but you're going to turn into your dad. Your dad is a full head of and white it's hair. Been itchy. I'm dry, I guess. Dry? Okay. Yeah. What do you got? Dry scalp? Fucking fucked up. <laughs> I'm like a dog. Julia's like, you're just like a dog, like a stray dog or a cat. I'm just, I scratched my head. Got fleas. Oh my God, dude, it's bad. But uh, yes, ancient nutrition, collagen protein. Mm. Mix that in my shake in the morning. Yeah. Definitely notice like stronger nails and hair follicles. Is that the blue sure. bottle? It's a, like a reddish bottle. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's really freaking good. Pretty affordable too. It's not super expensive. Uh, you get a nice amount of servings. Make a shake in the morning, a brolic shake in the morning. Mm. Every single morning. Cod liver oil, two scoops of the collagen protein, two scoops of the KOS plant-based protein, blueberries, uh, POFAs, PTFEs, BOFEs, right? <laughs> All that. Gordon Ramsay's hair, fucking <laughs> drop a fucking teaspoon of that in there. Yeah, piece of it, some strands. of his blood. Mm. Donut. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking crazy shake. Oh, it's a crazy shake, bro. It's a good way to start the day. I like that. I think everyone needs like a brolic shake. Cause it's a well, it's a, it's a, it's a good balance of like fat. There's a lot of fiber. There's a lot of protein. Yeah. There's just not balance. too many carbs, not, not a lot of sugar. So it is like a keto friendly shake, mm. you know, which I'm going for more too lately is that keto have keeping my fats high, keeping my carbs a little bit on the lower end, making sure my body gets, you know, fat adapted and is able to go into my fat stores when I'm doing workouts and stuff. Definitely feel leaner, tighter, stronger. You're getting into ketosis. I'm going into the keto. The thing is, like, there, I've been reading about, like, the potential health problems with keto, and it's like, they're kind of the, they don't really know right now because maybe because it's such a new thing, but the worry is that high fat content would, would potentially, like, affect your heart health. But it's healthy fats. And like the logic that I use with it is like, all right, well, if the studies aren't in yet and we got to wait, don't go overboard, obviously. Try to have a, a balance. Um, but if you feel really good, like if I'm eating this way and I feel my best, there's something to that. Yeah. There has to be. Because if I'm feeling like shit 70% of the time, and then when I'm disciplined on this diet, I feel great 90% of the time. How could that really 
be a bad thing. Now, it's not, it doesn't mean it's for everyone, but I just feel like if you're doing something and you feel amazing, bro, it's working. Yeah. And maybe keep doing that, but just be smart. Just don't, don't do something to the point where it, it hurts you. Just be smart. Well, I felt that way on the vegan diet when I went vegan. You know, I felt incredible for a long time. Um, and then it started to dwindle down. And then I think, you know, because, because of the bioavailability that's not in these plant materials, that's in the meat, right? It's more, the protein's more bioavailable in meat than it is in plants. Mm. So, so what, it doesn't, to get, it doesn't get absorbed as much? Yeah, there's like anti-nutrients. Okay. Um, that, you know, plants don't want to be eaten and killed either, you know? So they have their own defense mechanisms, and that's basically what that is. It's built in to the coating of the plant material. So, so did you feel like it just it, you weren't getting the proper nutrition? I started to feel that way. Yeah, especially diet. when you're working out a lot, like sometimes twice a day. Oh, you'd be in the gym, then you'd be go to jujitsu. Oh, you'd be yeah, all over the yeah, place. all over the place. So, like, so if you're doing that, maybe if you're sedentary, you're not doing shit, and you're vegan, and you won't feel that way because maybe you're not burning up all those resources and you don't need all of them. Because whatever reason, but if you're fucking grinding out and you're pushing yourself to the limits and you're trying to do all these freaking things, you're going to need a lot of bioavailable nutrients mm. a lot more often and a lot better quality than the typical average person. And I think that's what was happening. I was burning through all these resources and eating plant material, vegans, vegan food that had a lot of these fucking seed oils in it and all this other shit in it, trying to replace the meat products to get the same amount of protein in. And it was just started getting chaotic and fucking up my digestion. And then I got those, you know, um, welts on my skin and all this stuff started to pop out. And I think my body was going into, it was super stress mode and it couldn't recover from it because I wasn't getting the right amount of nutrients in the right quantity. And also because you're taking supplements like, you're, you're not absorbing all of that either. Right. Only a portion of it. Right. Right. So you're not I'm wasting my amount. money. I'm wasting my time. I'm not getting as, you know, what's being offered. The and, lining of my gut is probably suffering. And then Julia, too, your wife, who got you into being vegan, yeah. also stopped being vegan. Yep. And she was she vegan was for vegan how long? for 10 years. 10. Or more, maybe. I feel like she told me... 14. Yeah, maybe more. She was big into it, huge into it. Like, you know, part of the different communities and stuff and, you know, watching all the videos, super excited right. about it. Yeah, she converted and you. She of cares. course, she yeah, was, she she was converted big into it. Me. And she, yo, hey, man. And she's she, like a missionary, like and dude, going to different boyfriends and being like, hey, like, you gotta be. Did you hear vegan. about this? Did you hear about veganism? You should, you should look into it. But, but what made so what made her switch too? She was getting all these pains. She didn't know why. We thought it was rheumatoid arthritis. She got tests for it. It came Whoa, back dude, negative. She's fucking like 32 years old. Bro, exactly. And there's all these issues and joint pain and all this crap. What do you know? She gave it a try. And it was super hard for her to do. But yeah. she gave it a try. She started bringing in more meat into her diet. And then she went full carnivore with me. Oh, shit. And then her fucking pain went away. Stop. Yeah. So, so that arthritic pain that she was waking up to and going to bed to um, went away. There's something to that, right? Like the a lot of people- changed. Her hair changed. Everything changed. Like she yeah. was like glowing. People have talked about it, it, it 
helping their autoimmune conditions. Being like on carnivore, yeah. you know. Yeah, I didn't believe. It. I heard Jordan Peterson talking about Jordan it. Jordan Peterson, his and daughter Michaela, talking yeah. about it, and I was like, "Oh, this is bull." Like, I'm not buying. Like, I try not to be. I try to play both fields and like experiment. And, you, know, you gotta do take it into your matters into your own hands yeah. and give it a try and test it out. Right. You can't be afraid, and you can't be like, "Oh, I like Jordan Peterson. He's right," or "I'm a vegan. I'm right," or "I'm this. Right. I'm you right." You still have to think yeah, about what you're hearing. Dude, no one's fucking right. You gotta fucking experiment with yourself. That maybe it works for you. Maybe the it's so complicated, but yeah. you got to try these things and then put forth the information. Hmm. Get analytical. Get strategic. That's why I got to try. You know the brand flex. That's what my dad was saying. Exactly. I can't just dismiss it. You can't. <laughs> I have to go to the store, buy a whole box of brand flex, eat it every single day for at least two weeks, and then shit my bed, and then then I'll know for sure. See, I feel like some shit like you just know it's not gonna work. <laughs> Of course. You know what's the sad? Here's the thing. And I think this is a good way to end this. Yeah. The saddest thing about this whole thing, the harshest truth about how bad food is for you, the, the situations that you and I have been in, we have, we have to change our diets drastically from how when we were younger. The harshest truth for me is I have to stay away from most home-cooked Italian food. Bro, it breaks my heart. Growing up on pasta with ricotta. Yeah. Gluten-free oh, is not the same. It's good. I can make a really good carbonara with gluten-free pasta, but it's just not the same. Pizza, homemade pizzas, doing like chicken cutlets. Got to change everything. Chicken parmesan, whatever. Um... Or just having like a cheese, like a like a charcuterie board with like meats and cheeses and yeah, hard. I used to love hard cheese, Parmigiano Reggiano, provolone, all that stuff. That's been the harshest reality for me. Is you can't eat that anymore. For now, you know, we're still working on trying to get to the bottom of this, but for now, you can't eat the way you used to. The Italian cuisine is the best. Like, maybe I'm biased, but I think it's the best cuisine in the world. Yeah, it, it, I think it, you're a little biased, but... Probably, probably. But, like, I remember, I still have to go to Italy. Now, when I go to Italy, uh, the cuisine there is way better than it is here, I'm sure. At least on par. Like, But uh, I had a doctor once tell me, he's like, if you go to Italy or any of these countries over there, like, especially Italy, and you eat there... Like, people will have their stomach problems, like, fixed because the food over there is so fresh. It's so good. Um, they don't put anything in it, really. So if you're eating the fruits and vegetables there, the meat there, whatever, like, he's like, it would, it would actually fix a lot of people's digestive problems here and, like, give the gut what it needs to heal, et cetera. Yeah, I heard That's that. That's what he told me. Yeah. There's the flowers that when they make the pasta with... I always get, if I'm going to have pasta, I'm going to cheat a little bit or have a carb day or whatever. You get imported from Italy, the pasta yeah. from Italy, because that the semolina flour, whatever they use there, it doesn't affect, it doesn't spike insulin like the flour here does. And it mm -hmm. also doesn't have those, you know, glyphosates and those pesticides and herbicides that are sprayed in them. The That's Roundup. the problem. The Roundup. It's in every wheat product or it's in like a bunch of Apparently, wheat products, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
wait, wait, what do you think is the best cuisine in the world before we go any further? You don't think it's Italian food? What do you think it is? Dude, I'm trying not to be biased about it, but I, I, Personal I really opinion. like, um, I really like like Mediterranean cuisine. I was gonna say I love Greek food. I love Mediterranean food. Like I think it's the, the it's probably the healthiest diet in the world. One of the healthiest. Yeah, I mean, besides like the, it being like I'm not trying to be biased to what's healthy and what's not, but yeah, it deflate like they just flavors. know how to use the flavors, and it's very clean. It's usually not a lot of ingredients like olive oil, lemon, a lot of grilled stuff like grilled octopus, like oh, oh man, yeah. chickpeas, hummus. Yeah, that, that, uh, that, that the spices is just very yeah. That fucking yeah, then you get into homey, the Middle Eastern food stuff oh. in clay pots and they, it's just it's just it's homey. It hits all the notes. It's homey. It still has those cheese deep dish notes, homemade notes. They use sauces too, but they know how to use their grill. They use cinnamons and nutmegs and yeah, a lot of these other different herbs and ingredients. Oh man, yeah, that's got to be my favorite cuisine. Mediterranean food. Yeah, that's what I love. 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 Korean barbecue, and I love Japanese food, big time, and Mediterranean food and Italian food. Those are like my my favorites. the The Okinawan diet, I think they're they're one of the blue zones in the world where where people there live. They have like the most hundred year olds centenarians. I think they're called. They have the like the most centenarians out of like anywhere in the world. These blue zones do, and Okinawa is one of them. It's pretty interesting, but like when you think about it, yeah, it's Pretty, pretty basic stuff. And these people live the longest and they're pretty damn fucking healthy at their age. They're over 100 years old and they're active too. They're doing Tai Chi. They're, they're yeah, see, that's what it is. Awesome. They're still moving around. They're still doing things. Yeah. And they're not overeating. They're not yeah, snacking every five seconds. That's you just like reminded the big me. thing. You just reminded me. One of the biggest things is they eat until they're 80% full. They will never stuff themselves. 80% full. That's it. And they probably don't snack, right? I did not. I don't think so. Snacking all day long, constantly spiking their insulin. Oh, no, no, the no, 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 no. That's a big issue too, snacking. You eat a meal, done, draw it out, fast. Eat a meal, done, draw it out, fast. Like that fasting period is huge. Yeah. Massive. That's, that's ultimately, I think, the, the path that we're on is we're ultimately just going to become Okinawan. We're going to have to move there. I'm cool with that. Yeah, me too. I think one thing with the food too, like with the treats and especially with the kids and all this stuff, and one thing we really got to stop doing is it's basically a form of self-sabotage, self-suicide, is people glorify the treats. They glorify the bad food, but they demonize eating healthy. They demonize doing things that are good for you in this weird, sick, twisted way. And they don't even realize that they're destroying themselves and their potential for growth. And that, that I think that's the main thing, especially when it comes to food that really gets on my nerves. And that's what, start, that's what helps me stay on my purpose and in, in, alignment, in alignment with everything in my life is self-love. You're deserving of things that love you back. And I always give people an example. Like, would you stay in a relationship with somebody who doesn't show you love back or doesn't contribute? It's the same thing with your food. Food is a relationship just like any other relationship. So if you're going to have a relationship with this food that you're eating throughout the day 
And that food's not loving you back. That food's not serving you back. And it's only hurting you. Then why give it time? Why give it your dollar? Why give it, why put it in your mouth? Why even look at it? You should be pissed off at that. Like, get that the hell away from me. That is garbage. That's not showing me love. And when I tell it to be like, wow, yeah, I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat food that loves me back. Like, well, I'm gonna remember you said that. When I tell give people that perspective, like food's a relationship. If you stick your dick in that steak, <laughs> it better stick its it better dick be a steak back in you. That's it. It's gotta be relationships are man, you know, reciprocatory. Is that a word? They Recipro- re- you reciprocate. <laughs> reciprocative one of those has to be a real word if neither of them are then i need to read more but um you gotta be that that food's gotta love you right fucking back man i agree with that man there's something like very spiritual about cooking and there's something very spiritual also about like mechanics working on a machine it's like you're communicating with this thing you like there's like a machine spirit almost there's like a food spirit as well when you treat that, that food with, like, TLC while you're cooking with it, man, it just unlocks this. It's, it's an art form. Passion goes into food. That's, that's one of the things I love about Italian food is Italians cook with such passion that you're, every time you're eating this, this food from this master, which could be any Italian grandmother, <laughs> it's the best thing you've ever had every time. Every time. Yeah. Because they put so much passion and love, love behind into the, food, the love bro. behind it, yeah. It's an art form, man. It yeah. really is. At the end of the day, yeah. Um, it's an expression of love. Food. It, it's the one. It's like the one universal language. We can all understand. If we don't speak English, we don't speak the same language. We could still all understand that we're sitting down for a good meal. We're going to enjoy it together. Hundred percent. I think that's one of the things that makes me so passionate about food, is because like. All I want to do is eat good food. If I, if I could only spend my money on one thing, if I had to choose, like when you go out, you can only spend your money on one thing when you're, when you're out somewhere. It would always be to go out to eat because all I want to do is eat the finest food, the best food, because I'll feel good. I'll live longer. And sitting down with a bunch of people, eating a good meal is one of the, the greatest things um, about being human. Hundred percent. So, like, food is like it's I, sacred. I it's yeah. sacred, and it's and it and it's the way things are going. Like, because of mass production and everything, and we're losing that. We're losing that it. That sacred spiritual connection. We're they're bring it back. We're, we're there. Are these companies, a lot of these companies, are using food to just make money, and to just give us whatever it is that that is fastest and cheapest, and they don't give a fuck what it's going to do to the environment. They don't care what it's going to do to people's health. They they don't they really don't care, yeah. and that sacredness is gone. Yeah, you know. Hey, we're suffering for it now, so we better wake up and get together and and vote with our dollar. Vote with our dollar, guys. <laughs> vote, vote for the good fucking good fruits and vegetables. Every day, every second, we are voting with our dollars. So. Got to get out there and vote, guys. Get out there and vote. That reminds me of the the South Park episode. They got the Walmart in town, right? <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the guy down the street who owned Jim's drugstore, no one would go there anymore to shop for 
whatever. They would all just go to Walmart, right? So then, like, at the end, like, the Walmart, they realize the Walmart's evil, and they have to, like, burn it down, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite South Park episodes. Um, so they burn it down, and then they're like, let's go shop at Jim's Drugs down the street. Screw Walmart, right? So they go to Jim's Drugs, and then they all start going there, and then Jim's Drugs becomes, like, the size of a Walmart because the guy's making so much money there that he go. expands and he grows and then, and, then it, and then it cuts and then they're burning that down because oh, <laughs> no. he got too big <laughs> <and> too corporate <laughs> and then probably turned evil and they realize like, oh, you know. And then at the end of the, the episode, they're like, let's go shop here instead. Yeah. And then they, they never learn the lesson, you know? Gotcha. Um, but that would be really funny if like everyone just started buying ButcherBox oh after God. hearing this podcast and then, and then they just became an evil <laughs> corporation. <laughs> Grass, grass fed, grass finished. Grass, Sometimes. Grass reversed. <laughs> what, the hell, what the hell is that supposed to mean? The fuck? Oh, man. These dude. lobsters are, this lobster meat is plastic induced. What, what, what the fuck oh, is that supposed shit. to mean? What? Yeah, I didn't like the fish too much from them. I'll say that, though. Oh, no? Go for the meat. Yeah, I didn't like the fish too much from them. Okay. Total minefield out there. You got to navigate every, every which way, man. You are what you eat. So get out there and eat some pussy and let's... Oh, let's call it a day. Make sure, make sure you get some grass-fed, grass-finished. Get that nice grass-fed, grass-finished no pussy. No hormones. Right? Don't, don't get, that, don't get that, that stuff. You don't know where it's been. All right? Get, get the labels on there. Organic, USDA-approved, non-GMO. <laughs> <laughs> girls, get the stamps. You know, make sure guys know what's going on. Get the, or girls, whatever. The water filter stamp. Get, the, get the, swish, the Swiss water the sweet, system. The Swiss water <laughs> Make sure we know what's going on down there. We'll do the same. This meat is pasture raised, organic. Oh, 100, I'm 100% pasture raised, organic, grass fed, grass finished. <laughs> All right, yo. You guys take care. We out. Yo. Peace. This is the Hush Fellows Podcast featuring Joe and Pete, where they discuss life's harsh truths and make fun of everything. Subscribe!